This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. All right, man, let's get into this insecure shit, man. They, I'm mad because, like, this this song is actually on one of my little uh, playlists I'll be putting on Apple and shit, and then I heard and, it on Insecure. And them ants, body, body and soul, soul, man. Yeah, this like volume two or three. And then I heard it on the episode, and I was like, you "What gotta the co- fuck?" You gotta man. condense them, man. Hey, no, nah. you gotta condense them. It's too many songs, man. No, nah, man, I they. Can't, I can't. I can't make it through. No, no, no. You ain't supposed shit. to get through them. You supposed to hit shuffle and then vibe till everybody leave your house, except for her. And then I'll leave you with like twenty more to get down. But now we can condense them twenty to five because. According to spiritual word, niggas ain't gotta have sex that long. Man, anyway, anyway. <laughs> I got some numbers. Hey, <laughs> I was like, "This all you want? Is this what you want?" Because it's made my life easier. Okay. When we talk love on the moonlight, I want you in my room. That's a moonlight. I just know the feeling brand new. I don't wanna mess with what we used to. Just hit me and ask me what song that is. That shit is called Fubu by Ombre. Ombre is the name of the artist. That shit is vibey as fuck. Shout out to O uh, Five Fubu, my period Rosewood. Uh, type yeah, that in, your, in your systems, people. <laughs> um, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode one ninety nine of this week in culture, bro. We a hundred ninety nine episodes into this thing. Dog. I mean, I got a hundred and ninety nine problems, but a pod ain't one. A pod definitely ain't one of them, man. This week we review episode six of season five of Insecure, man. Um, if you having podcast problems? I feel bad for you, son. I got a hundred ninety nine pods and a ain't one. Boom. Man. Did you watch the uh Jay Z Hall of Fame shit? I looked at a little bit on YouTube, um, at the suggestion of uh Curve. Shout out to Curve. Um I looked at the Jay Z part and the LL Cool J part and then I was pretty much done. I didn't need to see nothing else. Why do you think they edited out Dame part? Politics. That was that was uncalled for politics. And yeah. the Biggs part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facts. I'm I, glad you said that. And I don't, I don't like blame Jay or nothing. But like, why would uh, HBO do that? No, no, no. I, I, I blame politics. I blame niggas who think they know. Did you know Dame Dash Network? This television that show he got, like, mm-hmm. that's actually on my TV. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that shit was like on on the Samsung. You know, yeah. they got that TV, yeah, those free channels or whatever hey. that's on there. 
It's on it's there. It's on there. Like <laughs> Interesting. Dame ain't just out here talking. It ain't just online. That shit is on. Matter of fact, if we go into the damn lobby in the studio, that's what Dame Dash TV. You can TV get the Dame Dash TV joint. 100%. Hey, man, shout out to Dame, dog. Um, and shout out to y'all, man. Thank you to all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody who fucking with us, man. I've been seeing a lot of motherfuckers. Uh, I, look, man, before we do these pods every week, I go onto the internet just to see what the people are saying, right? Not just about the pod, but about the content that we're reviewing. And um, Jay, I'm going to say this at the beginning of the pod, man. This is not reflective of how I feel. I'm just telling y'all what the people are saying. Niggas is not fucking with this season of Insecure that heavy, dog. I find out why. Why you think? The reason I think it is, is because... He got hot by this one, though. Oh, shit. My bad. My bad. We have... We understand that this is the final this is the final season. Facts. And we are, the expectations of it are set so high if it don't meet our the imaginary though I feel it should be uh yeah. great expectations of it is feel like a letdown. Yeah. Because the comparison of expectations is the thief of joy. Uh, so, expectations ruin everything. Here's the thing, um if we knew that this wasn't the final season It'll just be, all right. One thing I know that we do is we compare a lot of shit. We compare, you know, shit to great shit, right? Yeah. With Insecure, the the luxury we've always had has been, yo, I'm only comparing Insecure to Insecure. I don't, I don't need to throw this up against anything but previous seasons of this show because it's been great every fucking year. Um, I think, to your point, folks being disappointed in this season – uh, somebody said, and shout out to her, somebody said in the uh, Facebook thread that they think people are mad because the show isn't resolving all the shit. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think that we're necessarily mad they're not resolving previous conflicts. I think it's that they're introducing new shit that ain't good. Like, we don't care. I don't care about Crenshaw, dog. I just don't. And y'all dragged it. This is now the third episode we've mentioned this nigga. And it's had a part to do. And it's like, yo, I don't give a fuck. I wouldn't mind if that was there if we got finality on on everything else, though. And like, I, the, the the irritation from people is yeah. coming because, like, my nigga, we know this shit is over in four more episodes. Yeah, facts. So it's like, it seems as if you're taking your time and you don't got that much time left. So it's a, um, it's a post going around on the gram that I've seen on like five pages really quick. Uh, it says, I'm sick Issa Rae saved the worst season of Insecure for last. And then somebody responded to that and said, it's giving me here, niggas, damn. <laughs> like, you know. And I don't necessarily feel like this shit is the worst. Again, so, so I'm, what, I'm never going to judge it before it's over. What I think is going to happen yeah. is like what I think happened with season three. Three, yep, yep. Is we didn't think it was good. You went back and watched it and was like, oh, shit. This shit Dan- was high. This Daniel season was actually pretty fucking good. And I don't, it's not, I don't think this season is bad. No, no. So, I think is that because, because we don't know how it ends yet. We just expecting it to be how we want it to end in every, our brain. And not even just the ending. Every week, we're waiting on something. Um, whatever the thing is, everybody probably waiting on different somethings, but we're waiting on something. Even this episode, based on the preview we watched last week, I thought this episode, we might really get the Issa Lawrence Condola 
moment, whatever that was. We ain't get that. We got a daydream sequence of it. We got a couple Excellent of them. Fucking sequence. Yo, that shit was by far. So here's the other thing that I think is interesting about this episode, though. We're six episodes in. I have thoroughly enjoyed every one of these episodes. But the weird part about it is I've enjoyed them all individually. I think what they're doing maybe not as good as they've done in the past is telling a story. This season so far has not told like a great story. Or it is, and you just don't know what the story is yet. Because every episode has gotten us closer to something. And it feels like they're waiting to the very end. We talked about that to get into the nitty gritty. But like, while you're listening to the story, you don't know the fucking story yet. Yeah. So we won't know until Until we get there. The final episode, if it was a good season or not. Because like, what if the last episode, like, oh shit, all this shit meant, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I thought this was a good episode. All of them have, all six of these have been good episodes. Yeah. If you say something else, you you probably have a, a, a I'll say a different fucking sense but I, I, of I, entertainment. I understand where you're coming from because you want a particular thing. So, and to your point, uh, when I brought up the Crenshaw and shit, and I'm like, yo, nobody cares. Literally nobody cares. There's not one person on the internet who gives a fuck about this shit. I've, I've gone through every comment related. But to your point... Yo, I wouldn't mind it if y'all resolved one of these other parts. Like, do this. Introduce this. I don't give a fuck. Because I'm fairly sure that this portion is leading to something. Like You we, would think. We don't know that, that yeah. it's just there just because. Yeah. It ain't like ghost killing a nigga in the... In the alley when he drunk because yeah. he uh, was a drunk driver or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I hopefully that's not it. I, I, I would think... And again, based on history, these niggas have a little bit more, I guess, they 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 have a better, a tighter writing team over there at Insecure than they did in the latter half of the power season. So I would hope that they, they come around and they get shit fixed, but it's different. I'll say that. This season has felt different. Like, even some of the jokes, like, they land, but it's kind of like I'll be at the crib doing, like, the awkward laugh. <laughs> That's what's up. And it's like, I, nigga, I don't really know what I just laughed at, but I laughed because something was funny. It's like, it's like, um, you ever, somebody call your phone, you know they want something? Yeah. But they want to have small talk before they ask you what they actually called to call you for. Facts. So it's like you you know the small talk is fake. Yeah. Cause you get to the shit, please. Like, okay, what you just said was funny, but can you get to why the fuck you just called me? Cause I know you really want something from me. Yeah. You know let's, what I'm saying? Let's get to it. Let's so hurry up. While watching this season, I think a lot of people will be like, Haha, that was funny. But would you go ahead? Could you go get into the shit? But tell me what I want to hear. Because what we want to see is how does this shit end between Issa and Lawrence? Yeah. That's what this whole fucking shit was about. And we don't, as of right now, it don't seem like it's getting there quick enough. Have no for us. Yeah. We're trying to figure out where is this going to end, right? And if they're not getting that, then you kind of upset. But I think, just me personally, I think by the time we get to episode 10, yeah, we're gonna be happy. Um, so because they give you four episodes of fire, you are gonna forget the other six. Big facts. Um, we gonna play this voice note from the homie Curve. 
Uh, well, actually, before I play the voice note, I'm gonna I'm gonna read what he said. <laughs> he said, "I want to say fuck Crenshaw Mafia, and I wish they would kill off his character." <laughs> That was just real quick. That was in the DM. But uh, he's gonna play. Somebody, he tweeted it and somebody was like, nigga, this is not power. <laughs> this ain't DM. It's the wrong show. Like, they're not killing that nigga on this shit. Um, the joint you just sent me, is that his from last week or some? Oh, that's the one that just came through, right? That's from Macho. From Macho. Okay, okay. All right, I'm going to play Macho shit next because Curve shit from last week. So it's probably a little dated. What's good, Insecure Family? Um, I think it was a good episode. I think individually we had good episodes. Um, shout out to Kerry Washington on directing this one. Um, out of the five episodes, um, we, I'm gonna come clean. I do love Issa. Issa, we love you. Um, we did not need, uh, two out of the five, um, that aired. Uh, we didn't really need the ninth episode. Um, and it was another one, but we we only needed these, like, three out of these five episodes. So she did start off with some filler. Um, I do believe it could finish strong. Um, as Ann always says, the show is better uh, when we see Lawrence. Um, this was also the case, even though he was only there for, like, two seconds. Um, but it was good uh, that she seen him. So now I think we're moving in the direction that everybody thought the show was going. But um, I hope they finish strong. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but but let me know what y'all think, um, too. So this is what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. We weren't necessarily getting filler. The first episode had to happen because that put Issa and Molly back on good terms. Facts. Last season, they was kind of falling out. You know, well, they were failing out, and they tried to get back together. See, episode one, it fixed that because yeah. it needed to, right? Then there was a time hopper. Was it a time hop? Yeah, okay. that's when they jumped a year, yep. Episode two, was that Lawrence, right? Or was Lawrence episode Three was Lawrence. Three was Lawrence. Yeah. So episode two was... Two was um, the Crenshaw episode with the little fashion okay. show and all gotcha. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that showed that, yo, Issa trying to get her shit together... She like not just the Uber driver no more. Boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. um, so she has a life, a professional life. She got a job mm -hmm. because that has always been a thing with her throughout this whole thing. Like, no, Issa is grown on her quote unquote grown shit. She got a job. Cool. Number three is we got Lawrence mm -hmm. and all the drama that unfolded. You know what I'm saying? With that situation, because we needed to know. Uh, four. We got a little bit more Lawrence. Wasn't that what the when they went to the uh to the baby shower and shit like that? No, no, no. That was all on his episode. No, because that that episode ended with them arguing over the phone, right? Yeah, that was still the that was still that episode. That was all on three. What? Four was uh uh the beach. Oh, the beach and the Nathan the shit. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. That was four. And then last week was the um, Molly in the hospital or Molly mom in the hospital part. Yeah. And a little bit more of Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Facts. More because then we got Issa and Nathan yeah. getting back together and her telling them she loved them. I mean, it's been major plots. Right. Like what was going on with Nathan was relatively important. Yeah. So it's all moving. I think people's issue is it's moving at a pace. 
We wanted how we wanted. We wanted how we wanted. We wanted to deliver. What niggas wanted was, yo, episode one and two. I need y'all to tell me everything that I've been waiting since last season to figure out. And that's not how you write. That ain't how you write. That and ain't how a, it go. As a writer, as a creator, don't tell me my shit. First off, if I've been popping for four fucking years, give me the give me hey. the leeway to write this shit how the fuck I want to because you wouldn't be here if you didn't like how I wrote this shit. Now, that's the part that I wanted to make sure we focused on. Uh, no matter what the fuck this show does, no matter how it happens, um, nigga, the benefit of the doubt is always extended toward this show, bro. It just will be. Sorry. And you got to understand that you ain't the writer. Facts. And you can't dictate how another nigga tell a story how they want to. Facts. Because guess what you can always do? You can always create your own shit. Facts. Um, or, or you can't. And Because if you can't... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> what Juicy J said? I mean... <laughs> uh, but no, man. I, I, yeah, I think that... <laughs> I think that, um, you know, people's criticism of the show to this point... I, I understand it. I want to throw that out there. I do understand it. I do get it. I get why people are so anxious to see what happens. But I do want to say... The microwave responses to the shit, hold off until we see this whole season, dog. Because I was, and I say that as a nigga who heavily critiqued season three, right here on this podcast. You can go back and listen to it. The first five episodes, well, the first four, because I liked her and Nate walking around LA the first time we met that nigga. Um, but the first four episodes of season three, I was like, and this ain't really feeling like the insecure that I know and love. I don't know. This ain't what I want. This ain't what I expected. Woo, woo, woo. And then by episode five, I was like, yo, this shit is fire, dog. It's back. It's everything I wanted. And that extended all the way through the the remaining uh, three episodes. Upon rewatch, I said a couple weeks ago, yo, season three was fire, nigga. Like, I might have had little parts here and there that I wasn't the biggest fan of. The season as a whole was fucking cold, dog. Um, I feel the same way about this season right now. As I mentioned earlier in the pod, every episode and shit, uh, Curve just said it. Every episode individually has been good. You gotta like. It's just a weird story coming together. You, you so if there's ten parts to the story, and you only on four or five, you can't you can't tell me what the story, how the story. You don't. It's know gonna yet. feel a little thrown off, ain't it? Like, like, have you gone through a screenwriting class? Man, man. <laughs> Do you know how to write, you know, the screenplay? Like, yeah. it's different elements to a story. Shout out to Shorty for giving us that no, book. No, she right? gave us that book, and it fucking really, like, it It learned us something, dog. Hey, you know what's interesting? Somebody told me that Shorty reminded him of uh, Condola. <laughs> Not like in, yeah, in, in act. The way she looked? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I can see that. I don't know. It's different. Cause I ain't never seen Condola in real life. <laughs> like I see Shorty a day. I ain't, I ain't never. Nah, they might look like I could. I could maybe see some shit. Um, but no, dog. I I think the the criticism of the season so far is a little unwarranted. But I understand. Understandable. It. Yeah, it's un, it's understandably unwarranted, dog. I would just say, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Um, just wait on it. Ain't that what the kids say? Um, but the episode itself, dog, how'd you feel about episode six, man? I enjoyed it, man. Yeah. I was angry. 
when I pressed play yeah. and I saw that the episode was 26 minutes. And then I thought this to myself, one felt really short. Though. And then when I thought to myself before I even played, I'm like, is this 20 minutes going to include the credits? Mm. Like now this is going to be less than that. But it was roughly 25 minutes and some seconds. So um, I thought it was a I thought it was a good episode, to be perfectly honest with you. I thought that there are a lot of things to talk about today. Um, definitely got a lot that we can go through on uh, on the pod. Um, directorial debut of Natasha Rothwell, aka Kelly. She used to write for SNL. Yeah, yeah. Her her career goes back, man. And I I heard her um, the end of her time at SNL was unceremonious. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she has an article. Uh, a recent interview where she discussed it a little bit more in detail, but uh, Natasha Rothwell, I felt like, and again, maybe I'm just completely fucking mixing things up, but I had really felt like she directed an episode before. Like, I don't know why I thought that, but I really thought that that was a thing that I missed. Like everybody, I think shout out to Issa, um, because I think she allowed damn near, um, Every cast member to do one. Yeah, because I know I remember Lawrence's episode. I know, um, obviously, Carrie uh, uh, Washington has worked on a couple episodes on the show. I just thought in my head that Natasha Rothwell had done one before, but this was her directorial debut. How'd you think she did? It felt like her style. Yeah, yeah. If I, if if I, I don't clearly I don't know her. Yeah, facts. But it had enough comedy as well as enough seriousness in there. To kind of even it out. Yeah. Anytime it, w- there were no dull moments or dry moments in this episode for me. It was it was dry humor. It was, and when you think about because she didn't write the episode, facts directing the episode means I'm getting all that I can possibly get out of these actors. Yeah, um, yeah. and I thought some scenes in this shit were were really good. I did end up watching the the wind down. I think that what it's called. Yep. Yep. Um, and the preview also shout out to somebody who reached out to me on the socials. Uh, I watch it on the Samsung HBO TV app mm. or HBO Max, HBO app. Max joint. So after the shit goes off, I actually have to go down, then hit extras and then go into the such and such and such to get to the wind. Okay. Yeah. Now when I'm watching on my Apple TV, it'll just automatically Goes play. Right into it. Boom, boom, boom. So, so from, from the LG, uh, Ultra 4K app, whatever, and then from Fire Stick, it goes right into it. Um, I ain't even logged in on Apple TV because I I start to get I'm signed into like eight TVs from HBO Max, so or eight devices rather, so I start getting scared. Like I right, I don't want to OD, but that said, from my shit, it goes straight into it. But I'm glad that you figured that out because I was really confused when you said it don't go right. Because sometimes shit. it does, but yeah. I realize if I'm in my living room, it's gonna be. The Samsung joint. And you gotta go my, out. In my bedroom, my Apple, t- one of the Apple TVs is in there, yeah. or the den. You know what I'm saying? So I'm got like, you. Oh. so. Um, I think that we'll get to the preview for next week and the the wind down because it was it was a few things said in both of those that I was like, what's so interesting to me is that this first scene was fucking amazing, fam. All right, let's talk about it, dog. And they tricked us. Because some of this scene was in the preview, yeah, which made you think that this going a certain way, and, and it, it was. did not go that way at so, all. Wait, 
I'm like, okay. Bro, <laughs> I was like ready, like, oh, it's happening. And then. <laughs> so the conversation was like, how, oh, he's so cute. I'm thinking like, yo, I tell you what I thought, I thought was strange. Yeah. I was like, when she was like, you want to hold him? I was like, yo, this kind of weird. Ain't that kind of weird? <laughs> um, like if yo, if yo, if your ex ran into you and your girl. Yeah. And y'all was the re like you would why would you ask her to hold it? Fam, it felt insanely weird in the moment. Yeah. Like and just based on the last time we saw Condola, she barely was letting Lawrence hold the baby, nigga. So it was like, damn, Condola and got this loose. Like Oh my like, god, damn, like she probably thinking this baby should have been mine with you. Nigga. Like, so I thought that shit was weird. <laughs> but when she uh when she went um this meme <laughs> yo <laughs> on the baby fam Issa shot that baby in that fucking trash thing my nigga i cried dog my nigga i didn't know what happened i'm not sure if y'all familiar with the the, the meme, meme of the yeah. woman shooting, shooting the, the baby, baby. but now she this did the most this accurate shit, shit ever nigga like that fuck around and be the cover of the, the pod i'm gonna, i'm gonna have to find that shit yeah yeah no nah, we're I was so happy <laughs> when this moment changed from like, cause they was having this weird, like the way she approached them, like, can we just pretend this isn't awkward? No, it was like, I thought she was Yo, about to, they really trying. And then I thought that like Condola was going to let them talk alone. And you know what I'm Fam. saying? I'm like, yo, this is, this is what we've been waiting for. Had a whole like, oh, this is a moment, but it's going to get bad. It's going to get weird. I don't know if this is going to go. And then it was like, dog, when she shot that baby into the trash. I also was thinking like, Oh shit! You holding the baby because you gonna be the stepmom anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause like, I, it's only night. It's only right that y'all be cordial. So let's let's talk about that because you just said it. Uh, I'm. I feel like I think differently every week about this. But you think East and Lawrence gonna end up together, dog? I have no idea. That's a good answer. Um, and I, leg a I legitimately have no idea. Um, do I think Issa wants to be with Lawrence? Yes. Yes, 100%. Do, do I think Lawrence wants to be with Issa? Yes, 100%. I think we got that confirmed this week. Now that Lawrence is still back, is back in town, I think it could work. So Issa was having a daydream sequence at the beginning. She wasn't even really still in the hospital no more. This was a, a, a flashback in her mind to what she wanted to do or, or what she would have thought to do. And uh, at the end of the daydream sequence, we flash forward to current time, and she busts out laughing, giggling to herself. And then... Fuck them keys. <laughs> yo, that scene was perfect, dog. Um, then she went to go look at Lawrence's Instagram, see what the fuck he been up to. Do you look at your ex's Instagrams? Uh, I still follow, well, only one of them. Got you. And the other one don't have an Instagram like that. Got it. Got it. Well, she went to go look at Lawrence's Instagram, and uh, she's looking through the pics, looking through the comments, and then she goes, he moved back? Which we called on a fucking podcast that he was going to move back. You did. Said it. Because I wasn't sure that yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just had that feeling that he was moving back to L.A. Um, and we got to confirm that he did. He left San Francisco and moved back. Um, 
I'm guessing that he's still working that same job and that he was able to do it remotely. I don't fucking know. I don't know about the logistics. We ain't learned that yet. We'll find out. We'll find out for sure. Um, I mean, like, honestly speaking, if you take a pay cut, it's like you're not taking a pay cut because you live in San Francisco. Yeah. So losing a little bit of money compared to having that money but living in San Fran. But living in L.A., which is expensive as shit by itself. Yeah, but not nearly as expensive as San Fran, which is crazy, dog. So it's all kind of void. Um, But we learned that he moved back, and now East is kind of, oh, shit. Because So think about this. So, Issa, you didn't, like, I'll be perfectly honest, that's a lot to deal with. Facts. Now, so one of these things we can manage, right? If you're going to be a long-distance relationship, maybe we can manage that. Me, personally, yeah. it's not ideal. Yeah. Furthest you can go is Chicago, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not ideal, but, like, I can make it work. Yeah. But long-distance and a new baby? So whenever it's you— It's two different it's a lot. things to juggle. So maybe one of her, maybe part of her decision was like, my nigga, both? Yeah. So, all right, fine. Fuck it. You do finally come here. When you come here, you're going to be going with your baby. Yeah. Yeah. And even if the baby comes to us, it's still going to be my main focus is the child and not you. Um, I'm not surprised and I'm not mad or that's a reason. Like, that's two different things. Two different things. And three. Three, if you want to be like, you still got to deal with the fact that he had a baby with somebody else. Yeah. Not because he cheated on you, but like. So, Lawrence and Issa's relationship, having gone through what they went through, when they got back together, they were on such a high, right? Um, It was like perfect. It was like, yo, we got rid of all the drama. I'm in a way better, Lawrence, I'm in a way better space than I was when we were last together. Life is better with money. And I'm living, nigga. I could take you. Where you want to go? You want to get, nigga, she was just ordering at the one spot. Sizzler. She got the prawns and all that shit. Nigga, anytime a motherfucker order prawns, nigga, you know this is a night where you can go crazy, nigga. You got to watch your date eyes when you order prawns, though, nigga. Yeah, facts. I don't remember that for the movie Bait. Yeah. With Mike Epps. Yo, shout out to Bait. (laughs) And uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx movie, yeah. My nigga, that is one of the... At the time I watched it, this yeah. was one of the funniest shits I've ever seen. Nah, they was like, he's like, you want the good news or the bad news? Get a nigga the bad news. Was like, that Anthony Hopkins in bait? I don't know. Don't give me. Yeah. He's like, well, you already gave me the bad news. Unless you're gonna <laughs> give me some worse or new. Anyway, dog. But uh, damn, that was 2012. Bait came out. Fucking 20 years ago, dog. That's fucking amazing. God damn. 20 years. Hold up, this ain't even the right bait. I typed in Bait movie and gave me some whole other shit. Oh, no. Bait was 2000. There we go. 22. There we go. Yeah, man. Jamie Foxx. Okay, that wasn't Anthony Hopkins. That was uh, David Morris is the actor. Yeah, dog. This nigga here. That nigga. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 black no. famous. No. <laughs> <laughs> that white man is black famous. Okay, like, like holy shit. Oh man, that nigga um, can only play a cop or a drunk. Facts. Um, yeah, man. So look, Issa. After she realized Lawrence moved back, I get it. You in your head now, because a lot of shit might go through your head, yo. What if I hadn't broke up with him when I did? Would he have still moved back? Could we have maybe figured out a way to make it work? 
Or to your point, would it have still been all about condoling the baby and I just would have been suffering in LA rather than suffering long distance? We also got to put the the timeline in context, right? So last week, Issa accidentally said, I love you. Facts. And you pointed out, and they poured out in the wind down, he didn't say it back. Facts. It was after that moment she saw Lawrence and Condola yep. there, right? So right after me saying I love you, I have all these thoughts about Lawrence and Condola. And I'm like, well, you didn't really say it back. Yeah. So after this scene, we go to a scene with her and Nathan having sex. Yeah. And her trying to be like, that's all you got to say? You don't want to say nothing? You don't want to say like, Yeah. So this shit is bothering her more than we kind of realize last week. I'm in my head now, dog. And and once, to that point, once I realize this nigga's moved back. And you don't even love me? And you ain't fucking tell me you love me, dog. Like, so, all right. Here, here's a conversation I wanted to have, man. Because I, I really was thinking about this shit earlier. I think Issa loves Nathan, like, as Nathan, like as my yo, we've been friends for over a year. Like you, a good person. We rock with each other. We supportive of one another. Like we, we cool. I don't think she loves that nigga romantically like that. I'll tell you what it is. She loves Nathan like Nathan's not the one. Because when when you in love with somebody, yeah. And and you, whether it's the ultimately ends up being the one or not, yeah. right? In your brain, when that don't work out, you are happy to move on, and everything is everything. Uh, you can happily move on, and like everything is great, until the one that you think is the one, yeah. you find that that's a possibility that's open. Everything else don't matter no more. Yeah, like it really don't, and like to you. Oh, I thought I was over this motherfucker. Yeah. I was gone. I was happy. We was doing this. We was doing that. But when that other person who you thought was off the market, not attainable, is somewhat attainable, yeah. the heart wants what the heart wants. And so I won't say she don't love him yeah, because she probably thought in her brain she does. And like most people do. Uh, and that's why your man will leave you after y'all been married 12 years because the, the girl he met in high school yeah. who he thinks the one he will I think men never settle I think in their brain they always know who that one is and when that person comes available they go run for it that's why he be like nigga we've been married 20 years that nigga cheated on me with some t-. nigga they was the one in his brain now that's a giant yeah, generalization that's, that's you yeah and uh, I, I get what you're saying but I, I think, think that can be a, that can be a thing I won't say everybody because I think with with Issa, I think she wants to love Nathan. And when I say that, I mean that, fam, I really wish I was over Lawrence, dog. No, loving a motherfucker who don't love you back is the worst <sighs> shit that you can possibly be in. Yeah. And, I, and you want that shit to be over with. So I think the shit with, with, with Lawrence, even her expression against Nathan not saying I love you back... I think that's all a response to, yo, I'm still in love with Lawrence and I don't know if he's still in love with me. Not that I'm I'm like, yeah, you can probably think, oh, Lawrence is still in love with me. He not. But she don't know because fact is he over there trying to figure out how to make this parenting shit work. With condol- he not with me. Now, you know, 
I'll be preaching this logic and common sense and yeah. all this all the shit, right? And you can lie, you can try to logic your fucking yeah. way at a whole mother shit. At the end of the day, it's some emotional shit Facts. that's gonna override life. So you can convince yourself and on paper, I should fuck with this motherfucker. This is this, yep. this is that, this is that. I want you to tell me you love me. So I in my brain, I can be like, yes, this is what it gonna be. Yes. I can help. But at the end of the day, I 100 percent think. 100% think that she want the reason she mad and hanging on to Nate not saying I love you too look what I gave up it's because fam I gave up who I really love and I got with you and right now you're the consolation prize but if the consolation prize isn't in love with me then motherfucker why did I just give up what I really wanted if I can't even get the consolation prize to love me back nigga Man. It's a motherfucking <laughs> who ain't been through it, nigga, nigga. Tell me a man that ain't been through it. Come on, dog. I show you. A and next these niggas, <laughs> dog. Who Jason Johnson? Who Kanye West is? <laughs> dog. But I, I really think that for for her, not hearing "I love you" from Nathan feels like a slap in the face. Not because. Yo, I said it and you ain't say it back. Because, nigga, I know for sure I love Lawrence. I, and I can't have him. And now I'm trying to convince myself that you're that nigga and I'm in love with you. You not saying that back feels like everything I'm doing is wrong. I'll, give, I'll share some shit. Yeah. So roughly about 10 years ago. Okay. Long time ago. Long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. ago. Um, I was in a relationship with a young lady. We was, we was together for quite some time. And, you know, you go through that on again, off again shit, right? Yeah. And when I nigga want to be on, I would come back around. And whoever she was with, she would drop. Yeah. And come back to me. Mm. Right? So, like, the last time when motherfucker explained that shit to me, like, yo, I'm tearing niggas' hearts out because I really want to be with you and you kind of like bullshit. Mm. And... So I can't do it no more. Yeah. I'm going to keep with this one to see how this shit works out because the last two times I didn't dropped everything I can possibly do. I mean, I dropped everything I was fucking with to come around you and it still be as basically on the same shit. So yeah. I can't do that shit no more. Yeah. And I was fucked up. Yeah. Cause you know what I'm saying? Like, wait a minute now. Duh. <laughs> this not how this, this is not that ain't how, how it was supposed to go. Yeah. And yeah. like, um, that's a real life shit, and that's what I see. Um, Issa doing, like, yo, and Issa is well, Lawrence is the niggas who was getting dropped. Yeah, from from my ex. Yeah, every time I came back around. Yeah, and uh, it's not fair to nobody involved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't fair to her. It wasn't fair to them. Good, good, probably good or people. Nathan, you mean not Lawrence? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Lawrence. Is the he not even coming around? He just back well, yeah. Well, <laughs> but like in not that been around, <laughs> been around. Uh, <laughs> but like it, it just wasn't fair to anybody yeah. involved. It wasn't yeah. fair to her. Yeah, it wasn't fair to them. And it was like, yo, you breaking hearts. So this this woman is breaking another nigga heart unintentionally to be. With but you. like, yo, I want to be here. Yeah, and then. So then when it was like, no, I'm not doing this shit, then I was like, then I was fucked up. Like, yeah. yo, wait a minute. 
Like I really fucked up. Yeah. Like I I I can't get back. So I said the last couple of weeks, um, I didn't want Issa and Nathan together, and and I I thought that they operated better in the friend zone that they've been in, not just for the last year that Nate mentioned on the beach episode, but over a year because they've been friends since he came back after he ghosted her, and during that time. If she really wanted to get back with Nate or date Nate or whatever, she could have. She chose not to. Then her and Lawrence had a great little meetup that turned into what they thought was finna be a forever thing. And she got back with Lawrence and told Nate, yeah, I've been back kind of hanging out with my ex and, and we together now. And she told Nate that and her and Nate had never gotten back together. But she told him that just to let you know, nigga, you further in the friend zone, nigga. Like... To let you know, like, nigga, this is number one prime uno. I, I could have been gotten back with you. Me and him hanging out and going on this date that sparked our whole re-get-together never woman, needed to happen, nigga. When the woman told you that I'm back with this person, you know how you know how you know what they got over there? <sighs> For me to tell that to the to if, the third person. If you can look at me and tell me you back with him when you never even tried to get back with me, whoo, y'all shit different, nigga. Pardon, nigga, pardon self. And guess what? And sometimes when yeah. I see that you are who you are supposed to be with, uh -huh. I'm just going to back. Even and though so, I might want you and all other shit. So Nate had his initial reaction, which was that I want you. And then, oh, you back with that nigga? He seems sometimey. But then he got off the hating shit and was like, you know what? I know I fucked up with you. I'm going to just take what I can get because I do enjoy you being in my life. And I think you helped me in my life. I think you care about me genuinely, so I'm going to take this friendship. And they've been that for over a year. But he was really trying to get in a glass case. He was trying to fucking get out of that fucking box. The issue was Issa controlled the box the whole year. Because here's the thing. Yo, you've been without Lawrence for a whole year. So you had all the time between me ghosting you, you getting back with Lawrence, Lawrence getting Condola pregnant, and then the additional year, that's at least a year and a half that you've had that you could have got back with me. And you never wanted to until we went to the beach. Well, I couldn't think of the name of Roddy Rich song by some, some, some in the box. In the box. <laughs> oh, nigga. <laughs> nigga. Like, but it, it really is fucked up because it's like for, for Nate, he been on this train since he ghosted her and came back of taking what I'm offered. I'm just taking what I could get, dog. Like, I fucked up with her one time, so now I'm letting her sort of dictate where I'm at in her life. I tell you what, though. This episode, mm -hmm. uh, I took the blame off of Issa and put it directly on Nathan. Oh, this is it's 100% his problem. And the fact that he called Nathan sometimey. Or uh, Lawrence. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, the fact yeah. you called Lawrence sometimey, and and to be perfectly honest, you're doing to Issa right now what you did to her the first time. And, like, I don't think – now I'm thinking, like, well, shit, no. Issa don't need – they don't need to be together because he's not good for her. We were trying – we were so fucking worried about hey. his, his bipolar shit like that. No, fuck that. You too sometimey. No, no, no. I'm with both of them. I don't think and, – and I think – my initial angle was, yeah, I'm worried about Snigger Nate's mental health. But I think by last week's episode, I was starting to like it was it was when I caught him not saying I love you too. 
that I was like, I don't necessarily know that this nigga is good for her either because it looked good up on, on first glance. Man, right? oh the little the, strolls through LA look great, don't they? The courting process yeah. looks fucking amazing, right? Yeah, but it happened so quickly. Man, that first they first relationship was over within like a week or two. Shit was over in a flash, nigga. You know what I'm saying, nigga? Y'all just, fucked at Coachella at the crib and was done. So, and what's what's interesting is like. First time we met Nate, the nigga was scrapping. Scrapping in the lift. Because I couldn't handle conflict. Mm. Right? So this episode where he cut the uh, he cut one of the a client hair and the other barber in the shop had a problem with it, right? We skipping a couple, but this is important to the to this conversation. Yeah. And so the barber talked shit to him. And I'm thinking like, oh, Nate about to get with him because we didn't see Nate fight a big nigga before. Yeah, facts. I really did think that on my second watch, like, yo, why Nate ain't scrap dog? I'm because I'm like, oh, but I boom. peeped the the Asian black nigga, the owner nigga, kind of holding Nate back, like, yo, don't even do it. And I'm like, no, let that nigga. He disrespected him enough, like, let him go on the scrap because there is that low level chance of violence. Facts. There's only so much. There's only so much that you can talk to a motherfucker before I put my hands on you. Yeah. And that, for me, just speaking for me, Jason, that works in corporate America, uh, anywhere. Like, I'm not, I, I know different environments and factories and shit like that. Niggas talk yeah. wild to everybody. But there's just a certain level of respect that you got to talk to a person who can do physical harm to you. Yeah. No matter where you at. Because security is a long way away. Facts. You feel me? Like, Facts. so you're going, you gonna, hey, I get it. I get the hierarchy. You boss, CEO, whatever, you gonna talk to me with some fucking respect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. anywho, he's getting a little disrespectful, but this nigga gets in his fucking feelings. Mm-hmm. And now he wanna run a fucking way out of the state. But so I'm I'm glad that we we walked into this. Cause I saw this from I saw it from a couple angles, but um I, I really saw it from a, a different angle because I read this literally 30 minutes before this episode came on. All right. So I'm on Facebook and I see a post from one of the groups I'm in uh, hit my timeline. And it was about, hold on, I'm, I'm finding it right now. I, I couldn't even screenshot it because it was, it was a lot of tweets to accompany this shit. But it was a post about basically a woman tweeting, yo, why do men... Like, basically, why do niggas clam up when... So it said, why do men shut their partners out when they're going through stuff? It's unfair. That was the initial tweet from a woman, right? So then men started replying. The shit went viral. A few of these responses. You making this shit about you? The answer to this question is in the tweet itself. She doesn't even have the self-awareness to realize it. First paragraph, the man has a problem. He's going through stuff. Second line, it's unfair to her. And that's why men don't say shit. <laughs> Another tweet, because y'all tend to point. understand most times and just make it seem about you. Because I need space to myself doesn't mean I don't love my lady or don't have affection. Sometimes the moment of solitude that I need is needed to garner enough inspiration or get ideas for stuff. Another response. I agree that this isn't an ideal or even healthy pattern because it's not. I want to be clear about that. Healthy However, for who? 
However, the fact that this thought ends with it's unfair means you feel he's doing it to you. But it's not about you. Women need to separate themselves from the situation if you're going to be helpful. Hmm. And then another tweet that or a response that I wanted to read. The issue isn't men shutting out their partners. Sometimes the issue is if I tell you what I'm going through, realistically, what will you do to help? Another all I'm sorry, baby, and a small hug doesn't cut it for men problems. It's a bunch of tweets. It's a bunch of responses. Um, before you know it, here's another one. Before you know it, you become social media content when the relationship is over. That's a fact. I once you become quote. I once dated this guy. They reduced his salary at work. That man didn't stop complaining, and I knew I deserved better. End quote. Once she's done with you, your struggles become content. Don't do it. Million other responses that I could read, but I won't do it on this pod. The point is, when I I I literally saw that. It was probably 35 minutes before 10 o'clock. I cut on Insecure, and when Nate told Issa, yo, I don't know about this barbershop, dog. These, I don't know if I could trust these people. It's always some drama. I don't know if L.A. is right for me. Clearly, he was being dramatic and kind of went all the way to like, yo, whoa, you leaving L.A.? Like, damn, nigga, what happened at work? The, the comment that got me was he said, I don't know if doing all this is worth it anymore. yeah. I don't know if it's it's worth staying in L.A. no more. Issa is a part of L.A. Yeah, facts. So facts. When I hear, I'm not worth it. Facts. And that's what she hears. Yeah. But she made it about her. That's no matter how. If once you hear that, you're thinking about you. You put yourself into L.A. You're L.A. in that statement. For Issa to respond, because when I rewatched the episode, I really sort of. And that's what that's what he said too. No, no, no. It's what he said. But when when Issa responded, you go back and watch the episode. Once he said all the shit he said about his day, her response was, "Oh, so that's what's going on." And he was like, "What you mean?" She was like, "Nate, I told you I loved you, and you didn't even respond." Like she immediately went there, and it was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I just had a bad day at work, like. And that nigga even, he said it like. Yeah, he, um, that's what I meant when he said, like, he said it was like, so I tell you um, about my whatever, whatever, yeah. and you made it about you. Yeah, and I, I but when when I saw that, as scared, again, I thought last week after the beach episode, after the shit with Molly and the I love you situation, I thought, yo, I'm I'm just as on board with. I don't think Nate's good for Issa the same way I don't think Issa's good for Nate. Both of their communication styles is flaky as fuck. They both kind of sometimey. They both iffy. They all over the place. I think both of them need assurances that neither one of them can provide. So maybe they don't know to provide them yet yeah. because you haven't been open enough to, with me to tell me Facts. where you need assistance at. Facts. But... but Starting a relationship with somebody yeah. last week and then telling them to their face that yeah. I think I'm going to move back to Houston without having any kind of conversation. But he didn't even say that. Yo, I don't know if L.A. is right for me. Sit it, down it, with him and tell him why it is. Sit down with him and talk. She ain't do none of that. Her literally, because I, I wrote it down, her next so, response. So, so time though. Yeah. Like, I get that in yeah. the vacuum. But if Shorty come like, yo, I don't think this Michigan shit working. I'm about to go to Houston. You're not about to be like, hey, what's going on? Fam. You're going to be like, Houston? I'm, I'm, you eat? I'm saying this only from 
my situation. I because I get what you're saying. I'm saying it directly to my relationship. You can grab every other week and shorty hate being in Detroit. Like she literally go because she lived in Brooklyn for years. I lived in a whole different creative space. And and not granted, you can do everything you did up there in Detroit, but I can also say from having lived in Atlanta for a decade, it feels different than it feels. It 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 requires you to dig deeper into your creative bag in Detroit than it does if you've lived in one of them cities that maybe sort of it's there right when you walk out the door. I bring that up to say with with Nate, once he said that. Issa's response of, I told you I love you and we didn't discuss it, were you just never going to acknowledge that? It was like, yo, you just went, le- like now your response to me saying what I said is completely unrelated. He feels it's unrelated, but it's definitely connected. Because if I've expressed deeper, we just, a week ago, we just said we don't want to be friends again yeah. no more. Boom, boom. Matter of fact, last week while I was on FaceTime with your mama, yeah. With my own mama, you jumped in and told her we boyfriend and girlfriends. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, you ain't have to do that. No, I, I wasn't doing that for show. Oh, that's what we is? Yes, that's what we are. Nah. Okay, well, fine. If if now we boyfriend and girlfriend, you don't have a con you don't tell me off the cuff that you don't think living in LA works for you no more and you may go back to Houston. Yeah. Like that directly impacts me. Yeah. So I understand that you want somebody to cater to your feelings, but you can't say something that also impacts my feelings and expect me to put you first so yeah. to speak like yo what, what what you just said has an impact on me yeah i, so I like, think and the fact and this is what you've technically been known for do right you dipped off on your family you probably left houston and came to la unexpectedly you did facts your family here you dipped off came to me and then with me, you dipped off, left expectantly, came back, and now we just d- d- decide we're in a fucking relationship. Well, you decided that now we're girlfriend and boyfriend, got on FaceTime with mom, and now you talking about a nigga said some bad shit to you at the barbershop instead of punching a nigga in his fucking mouth like you should have. Yeah, if you felt he disres- went dog shit. If, if, if you felt disrespect, you don't come home and take it out Even of your Even if you girl. ain't feel disrespected, he should have went in dog shit. Uh, so now you're going to come, oh, I want to move yeah. now. Damn, nigga, you keep running. But as you, much of a runner as he is, Issa is sometimey. You literally, and again, it's what we talked about at the top of the pod, you're the consolation prize. And I think it's moments like that where Nathan kind of knows it, like where he can feel it. Like, yo, I just tried to tell you some shit that's deep to me. It's important to me. I might be acting over-emotional. I might be fucking acting irrational. Maybe in the morning I'll wake up and be like, nigga, I'm not moving out of fucking L.A., nigga. Who knows? But what's so crazy is he never actually said anything. You know what I'm saying? He never said, yo, nigga at work try to front on me and shit like that. He ain't say that shit. He just was like, nah, man. But he also never got, he said to her, yo, you're not going to ask me. What did he say? He said something like, you're not going to ask me why I'm feeling like that or about my day. Something like that. I tell you, this is one nigga, a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. For lack of a better term, older gentlemen mm-hmm. to work together and shit. This motherfucker, I used to hate this shit. And I used yeah. to tell him about himself immediately, right? Yeah. Like, hey man, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing, I'm cool, man. You're not gonna ask me how I'm doing? 
No, I'm not about to ask you how I'm doing. Uh, Don't fucking ask me how I'm doing just so I can then inf- and turn around and ask you because you did that to elicit a, a conversation from me. Yeah. If you want to say hello, hi, and ask yeah. somebody how you doing, let that be it. But don't yeah. do that shit for a response. So if you want some shit, if you want to get something off your chest mm-hmm. and you want to have a conversation, then let's have a conversation. Yeah. But don't throw the alley-oop and expect me to get it. Just have the conversation that you want. I agree with that. Back to why I said I don't want these two together. Because both of them need this shit spoon-fed to them. Issa, for her to feel safe in a relationship, first of all, Issa wants Lawrence, nigga. And, and that's half the problem right there. Because the other reason she's so anxious about him saying I love you in return or not even acknowledging that she said it is because I ran into them at the hospital. And as far as we know, I ain't tell you that. I ain't tell you I've seen my ex and his baby mama and they baby at the spittle. I'm at home daydreaming about it and stalking the nigga on the gram. She's, I hate this word, I hate this word, I hate this word, but I'm about to use it. She kind of gaslighting that nigga a little bit. Because the reason I'm on edge is because I really got a whole nother thing on my mind right now. I need some reassurance. I need reassurance because I'm worried about another nigga. <laughs> I need reassurance that I'm making the right decision. Yeah, so I made the right decision. So, so I Crenshaw gave her a bar. This whole episode was about owning your decisions, yeah. nigga. So and what she trying to do is like, listen, I know I gave Lawrence up. Yeah, but if I gave Lawrence up and I got back with somebody, and now that we're in love together, I feel better about that. I'm confident in that. Yeah, I can move forward on that. But I told you I loved you. Yeah. Accidentally, right? It slipped out. Man. It wasn't like, hey, baby, I love you. Um, but you didn't say it back, right? So I kind of blow that off. So when we having sex and shit and talking about, he like, oh, I said, all you got to say, like, yeah. that was, it was funny. No, it was, it was funny, but it was awkward. Yeah. And the reason that it's awkward is because these are microaggressions, dog. This is you being upset at me for not responding the way you wanted me to respond because you're really... You're responding to running into your ex and his baby mom at the hospital. Now, everything going on in your fucking... Now, granted, the I love you. No, no, I love that. you before that. Facts, facts. And, she, and he didn't respond before that. Facts, all that, facts. And that may have amplified it, but this shit started when me saying yeah, yeah. I love you. And you I said like, I love you, you ain't say shit. He was like, oh, gee, kid, gave a little... Uh, literally grabbed her and leaned her on her. No, hey, lay on my chest, nigga, and relax and stop saying you love me because I don't even know me yet. But when the nigga brought, Nate brought up some good points. Yo, I wanted to be your friend. You said let's be friends. We was friends. Then you said you wanted to get back together. Even though when we had kissed a week prior to that, you bust out crying about Lawrence. I confirmed it was about Lawrence in the wind down. First you cried in my mouth. Yeah. Then you want to be together. Then you, you want to be together. Slow, and, now and now you, you love, me. love me. All this happened over the span of like a week and a half, nigga. Now, this is where I got to fall insecure at um, because we didn't see the conversation about who said they were going to take it slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw yeah. them wake up the next morning and we saw each say, say we decided to. We decided to take it slow. Yeah. First Facts. and foremost, I think that's cap. And I think you say that because you're dealing with some mental shit. And that's what I'm supposed to say. Yeah. But like we was already together before. Yeah. And just told each other that we want to be more than friends. What the fuck is slow? And we just got finished fucking. Yeah. What is slow? Fam. The, the emotions are already tied in. Right. Yeah. 
Um, now, if this was a this because if you're a random stranger and just because y'all have sex, that doesn't necessarily mean that emotions are yeah. coming in. But in this particular situation, I think I wish I would have saw that conversation and see who led it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we are left to assume that Issa led it because he said you wanted to take it slow. Yeah. So but me saying take it slow, it's probably kept because I really want you. Yeah. I told you that I really want you. And you was like, well, shit, I want you, too. Yeah. So I know it's probably Cap. Last week, you hopped on my FaceTime with my mom and said you was my boyfriend. After the fall was over, I was like, you don't got to do that. Yeah. No, I wasn't just capping. I think that's where we at right now. So now you're reassuring that we locked in. But to go from that to 20 minutes later... At the end of the walk, the dog come back. Oh, man, that's why I love you. But see, in, yeah. in, in my eyes, in my brain, because she she didn't mean to say that. Yeah, she absolutely said it That shit mistakenly. Slipped, that shit slipped out. Like, because you love a motherfucker way before you tell him. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because you've talked to yourself about the love before you talk to them about yeah. it. So that's how I know the quote unquote love that she got for Nate is real because she didn't even mean to say it. Yeah. She's so awkward. She she knows she wanted to keep that shit in. Yeah. Oh, but, I think she loved a nigga. But, but I just don't think it's got all intimate that. love. But I know well, man, they, they it's, it's one of them. No, no, no. It's one of them. You ever been in a situation with a girl where you got love for her? You might even love her, but it's like, I'm not. In love, nigga. I don't believe in love. I don't think that's the thing. Oh, I believe in it. I believe in it because I've been there. No. Like, no, I love you as a human. Like, I don't want anything bad to you. I wish the best for you. I, I want nothing but good in your life. Eh. Am I in love with you? What does in love mean? <laughs> nigga, I want to do this forever. In love right, just Shit, I want to do this right now. For, in love means yeah. I love you and you love me back. We love each other at the same time. Now you're in love. I think we be put, we be over romanticizing and meaning like it's a super deeper. Di- nah, we in love. You love your friends, your homie, your your, your crew. Yeah. I know your crew. You love you love your boys. You ain't in love with them niggas. Because we is because the term us we assign a, a different meaning to it. Hey. Right. We assign we assign like overly sexual over hey. oh I'm in super duper duper Yo. love. That's what we assign to, but I don't think it means that though. Shout out to nigga, we both. We love Jenny. 100 percent We ain't in love with Jenny. That's where I'm saying. I feel like Issa looks at Nate. Now, granted, we also don't have the so, type of relationship that Issa and Nate have. So there's with I Jenny. Think, I think there's a difference between romantic love. Yeah. Um, and love that you have for another person. Yeah. Uh, so it may not be in romantic love, oh, shit. but like for people who are romantically involved in, in in romantic love to be like, like no, but this the super version of love, nigga. Isn't it's just love? So, but that's the thing. I don't think Issa's romantically love. I think her she likes Nick. Look about it. Them niggas walked around L.A. She gave that nigga a ride in the lift. They fucked that Coachella. They fucked and came up with the block. But wait, wait, wait. This was all over the span of like two weeks. I get that. But they just wasn't fucking, right? The reason that came so so easily and the reason they was able to have sex that soon is because the dialogue that they have, the energy oh, that yeah, they have. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right, so it wasn't 100%. Because she, she was fucking the fucking... Uh, the fat nigga downstairs in the in the in the robot. Oh, dog from the airport. Yeah. No facts. So it ain't just the act of sex. Yeah. It's that 
What, whatever I was saying to you and you were saying to me, we were both so freely sharing this information and yeah. engaging. Like it was that portion that turned everything up because the sex is 100%. just the sex. So like I don't think that they 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 weren't in this whatever it was. Yeah. But like, but see, here's why I think that because you was doing all that with Nate, but y'all was like really like feeling each other. It was a thing for sure. But this was over the span of like two weeks. And then the nigga ghosted you. He came back. Remember, she even asked him in the bed, like, yo, is this real though? Man. And he was, you was like, on the verge. And he doubled down, like, no, nah, this is real. Yeah. This is this. He did this all the shit. That. Then when he ghosted her, from that point on for the next year and a half, you ain't want to be with that nigga. You even got back with Lawrence. Well, she was fucked up for a long time. Fact, she was fucked up. But then when Lawrence came along, she wasn't fucked up no more. Because Lawrence is who you love, nigga. Five years in. Hey. I don't give a fuck five years, five months. Lawrence is who you love. We ain't questioning shit with Lawrence. When you told Lawrence I love you, I knew what it was. You told Nate that shit. Me and Nate both looked at her like, you serious, nigga? It's been five minutes. We just got back together. You had me in the friend zone for the last year and a half. You was in love with me the whole time? But what she said was, I don't want to be just friends with you no more. So I've been feeling this way for a long time, and we even seen it, right? But was she? Yes, we even they even implied it on the show when she walked in the house talking to Molly on the phone, and Molly looked at him like, "You nigga, you show y'all this friend." You know what I'm saying? She gave her that look when they was when they was at dinner. You know what I'm saying? And he like, "What you? What you? You on a date or whatever?" Like we don't have enough time to actually see all this stuff. But the writers wrote that shit for a reason because they were trying to imply that this is more than what it seems on the surface. And then when she and it comes to a culmination when she like, yo, I don't want to be just friends with you. Yeah. And then I know for a fact that it was it was lo- real and longer than that because it slipped up. They said, that's why I love you. See, here's the thing, though. Now, all that shit sounds good till I see you literally on your own. You're mentally obsessing over Lawrence. You saw that nigga, you literally saw the nigga, y'all locked eyes, y'all ain't, we found out y'all ain't really say a word to one another. And now, nigga, I'm not convinced that you this stressed out over Nate, not saying I love you in return. Emotions is emotions. Exactly. And her emotions is with another so nigga. you could have been, like, me? She trying to convince herself she in love with Nate. I don't think she is, dog. I don't think that's the case. I, be personally, think is when you love somebody, you love them forever. Yeah. I don't think love. See, I don't is. think she loved Nate forever. I think if Lawrence came back around, nigga, Nate, you don't even exist, nigga. No, 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 no. When I say I love you forever, that don't mean I want to be romantically yeah, involved. Yeah, no, you. I get what you're saying. But like, I don't, I don't think that's how love works. I think hey. once that shit start, is 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 there, right? Nate. So I can't say that she don't love Nate because she probably loved Nate the, that first month they was together. He I 100 percent believe she cares about Nate and loves that nigga and wants that nigga mentally to be okay and to live his life. I think the reason she made as big of a stink about it in this scene, she, fam, even in that he broke up with Molly over her not even telling Nate was there. So even in that, that scene, it's more than that. Even in that scene at the end when her and Nate got into it, the scene prior to that when she was picking up the tacos. Again, I'm obsessing. I'm thinking about Condola. And, yo, I'm sitting here in line at the taco spot daydreaming that Condola walked up behind me, got her order first, said winners get theirs first. And I, but, yeah, but, like, just because you think about something else don't mean you're not in love. Thinking about it is one thing. She obsessing over it. She doing the Issa. And then when I come home, microaggressions. It's still the TV show. I mean, facts. Right? Facts, yeah, that, facts. That, but, like, in your facts. Mind, like. 
But it's it's. I it, think you can be in love with two people at the same time. So I can't say that she's always. Not, that's a debatable joint. That's one of them questions that's always been out there. Can you be in love with two people at the same time? That's why. That's yeah. one of the reasons why I don't believe a, a, a in love thing. Like, yeah. That is not a. That is not quantifiable. Yeah, like, facts. Some, like, do you love this person? Do they love you? Yeah. Oh, then y'all are in love because both of y'all love each other. Yeah. Romantically or whatever. But like, just how they be like, well, you can't love more than one person. Well, do you love more of your children? Yeah. But I also think to the to Nate's point, I don't even know, fam. This shit at the shop just happened. My my first thoughts. Was man, I, I can't work here no more. These niggas is fake. I don't. I can't trust none of these niggas. Dog, they on some wild shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When I come to the crib, and you ask me about that shit, and I tell you, I'm telling you my first thought. I ain't thought through. It just happened, nigga. I just came from work. You pulled up with tacos. We about to sit down and talk. When I tell you my first thought, don't immediately start telling me why my initial thought is wrong and how it means that me and you are no more, and I'm doing this to you, fam. Just listen, shit. Talk through it with me. I might actually think clearly me saying, yo, maybe LA ain't right for me and da da da. My nigga, it's an overreaction. We've all overreacted before. I don't need you overreacting a week into our relationship. I don't need you telling me uh, you love me five minutes after I just said I'm your boyfriend. It's all touche. All this shit is is for both of them. I think they both dove right back into shit. So that's the thing. That's that's another thing about getting back with somebody you dated before, and it was popping before. Yeah. And then it ended for whatever reason. Shit can end for a million fucking different reasons. But if y'all work y'all way back or find y'all way back to dating again, that's why I think it's kept the whole. Yeah, we gonna take it slow. I think yeah, that's kept. Oh no, I one hundred percent agree with you on that. And whoever the fuck said it. I'm not taking shit slow. You're full of shit, fam. If we've already been together in some form or fashion, the get back isn't to slow down, nigga. We're going to go slower than we did when I didn't know you. Make that, fam, the first time we actually spent time walking around and talking to each other, we uh, got butt naked and jumped in a stranger pool at your old crib. Don't get faster than that, my nigga. And we was over in the fucking uh, projects in Inglewood where they filmed Training Day. Like, come on, fam. Like, this is literally all bloods over here, dog. Terry Crews is over there fucking throwing pigeons off the roof. Like, nigga, we there, dog. Um, let's let's flip over though. Let's talk about Molly real quick, man. Uh, Molly fucking up, and she got me scared. She gonna fuck her job up. <laughs> Like, I don't know where they headed with this, but we called it last week. Like, yo, why Molly ain't tell them that her mom's is in the hospital? And then she never said nothing. She went to the retreat anyway. She was ill-prepared for her presentation. Well, I think she was prepared for the presentation, but she was... She wasn't prepared to present it. She was distracted. Yeah. Well, she was trying to present. And she see her, her brother, brother texting. He calling. She looking at the phone. Da, da, da. Molly, just relax. Just another one. Just like we said on the Power episode, niggas' phones vibrate way too heavy on this shit, dog. She was looking at her phone like, oh, my God, what do my brother want? What do we want? Mom, well, my mom is in the hospital. Yeah. And you double texting me back. You call me and double text me yeah. back. I'm thinking the worst. Oh, 100%. But this is also why you just need to simply say, yo, yeah, let old girl get a presentation. I'm going to sit in the back. Shout out to Issa. 
um, being a good friend. Hey, Issa did her friend thing. She pulled up on the family at the hospital with food. Two weeks in a row. Took everybody their favorite shit while Molly was away at the retreat. And because since Molly, since you can't be here, I'm yeah. going to be here and I'll give you updates. Yeah, I got you. She called Molly, told her what was going on, uh, FaceTimed her with her brother, whoop, whoop. Try to flirt with the brother. It was fun. It was all in in good fun and put Molly at ease a little bit. Cause yo, that's the other thing. You had a work retreat. Granted, one that you probably could have gotten out of had you said what the fuck was going on. But nevertheless, you trying to impress and do your thing at work. So you gotta fucking come up. So you at this retreat, you doing your thing. She been here for years now, right? Shit, at least a year, <laughs> if not longer than that. Cause how how long was the time jump? The time jump was a year. And that she was started time, working there last season. Yeah, and when that was a time jump last season too, right? So she been there. So it's at least been a two couple years. years. Um, so you've been there, shit, low key. It might be long. She might have started there season three. Matter of fact, it was season three because that's when Lil Rose was on there. So that was season three. You've been here for a long time. You've been there for a minute. It could be fucking three years. You've been there. Yeah, you've been there for a minute. You have a relationship with them enough that you can say, yo, I'm dealing with a personal matter. I can come to the retreat, but I got to let you know that well, I'm going to no. be. Well, guess what? In real life, you got to say more than it's a personal matter. Because yeah. a personal matter is you getting your fucking hair done. Facts. A personal matter is I don't feel like coming today. And there's some that's totally like I get it. or I don't got to tell niggas. Yeah. Nothing. But you do actually something yeah. because your reputation is on the line. And if, if you're in a group project and people are waiting for you, I don't want some vague as excuse yeah. why you can't be there just because you got PTO. That's for you and your and your and your job employment and everything like that. But for me, when we on a on a group project, yeah. I need to know. Now, granted, she could have told Torian the truth. Yeah. She didn't need to tell nobody else because Torian before Torian knew anything, that nigga was just like, "Yo, you seem distracted. You know, I can have old girl do this, and it'll be fine." And what's so? But just tell me that. What's so interesting is um, as the night went on. Yeah. Well, the reason I know she's been there for a long time, yeah, because after the retreat, they played that the little uh, first impressions game, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, and that's gonna be clearly after. Yeah, you've been here, and they said it like, "Yo, we hated you at first, nigga. You came in talking all the shit about your old firm and yeah. what they had and what they did, but we grew to love you, nigga. Like mm -hmm. we we love you now, nigga. So you clearly been there for enough time to, and uh, the one dude." Uh, the other guy, not yeah. Torian, but the other guy, he's, he was he, her intern. Yeah, he the new, he the new. And now, now he's a fucking attorney there, so yeah. you can't go from intern to attorney and not have been there for at least a, a couple years, yeah. dog. So what I thought was interesting and in how this whole thing played out, and I, I hope this is the route that they're going. I don't know if hope is the right word, but I, yeah. I think this is the right that they're going, and I, and I hope it works out. Is when she finally told Torian yeah. about what she was going. Shit, uh, and he like, oh wow, you've been dealing with this this whole time. And she was like, Yeah. And he was like, and he was like, Well, look, my nigga, we on the same team. Anytime you need help, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then he told her what he was going through with his brother and the chemo and all the other shit right there. Mm -hmm. Which let me know the reason that he was such an asshole to you is because he was dealing with something. Yeah. And he wasn't an asshole just because he's an asshole. He probably thinking, like, listen, my brother is going through this and this and that, and now I'm here with this new girl who don't know shit. Like, yeah. it increased the level of, of of irritants or whatever. And I thought that was important because now that means y'all got off on the wrong foot because I didn't know you enough to tell you my personal business, but really a communication block. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I also love that um him telling her the story about his brother going through chemo and like, yo, you remember when we was working on that case last year and da 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 my brother was dealing with this. For Molly, it was reassuring that, yeah, I know I could have said something. I know I could have told y'all what was going on. I didn't. But on some respect shit, I'm sure you looking at me like, you're probably telling me some shit you wish a nigga told you when you was doing that shit, not telling us what you was going through. For Molly, it almost like it backed up what she did and why she did it, but it also gave her that comfort like, okay, next time, I know I can say, you know what, man, my mom's going through some health issues, had a stroke, I need this time off, or at the very least, I need to be less involved in the presentations at the retreat so I can kind of focus on what's going on. I need to be able to step away if I need to. Um, and, and I liked her and Torian finding that commonality. I didn't like, and I wish it didn't happen. Again, we in the final season. I don't think they're going to make Molly's job, like really be on the fucking ropes and possibly. Yeah, I don't man. think they're gonna go there. But I think they're gonna make her and Tori and get together. I oh, I one hundred percent think they're and that's gonna that be direction. finally what she. Did. Yeah, that's gonna be her nigga. That's gonna be the nigga she wanted all along. He was right there, type of deal. Yeah. But I hated that they had her like get drunk at the retreat, twerking and all. Like I was scared when she woke up the next morning, couldn't remember. I was like, and then she saw the dude watch. I was like, oh my god, Molly, you fucked up, dog. Like, well, I'm happy that that was just with the fame. Yeah, and I'm also happy that she didn't fuck the intern because they tried to lean it that way. Because they, when they was doing the first impressions game, they asked him. He was like, well, I was in college, and I wanted to fuck Molly. Now, what's so funny is watching the wind down and how Kelly yeah. um, explained how she directed that. And, like, oh, boy, like, um, I guess he comes from the comedy background, too. Yeah, yeah, Torian, yeah. Um, and how he kind of improv that shit, too. And, like, yo, act like you really like this girl and you trying to keep the conversation. When he brought the mug in, they gave that little hug and shit. Yep. He's like, well, yep. my, my, my mama has a mug, too. <laughs> like, so he clearly <laughs> yeah. likes her as well. He he likes Molly. He wants to. It's kind of one of them things, like. You kind of can see a mile coming yeah. a mile away. Because it's shows, that love tap the, shit. The antagonist yeah. always be like. Like, fam, I, I don't really hate you. I actually respect you. Think you great at your job, and I think you fine. And I, I wanna, I, I wanna be with you, nigga. Like I wanna love you. I like, like you, and I want you, and I want you. And that little boy, yo, where is he at right now, nigga? That nigga's a legend. Like <laughs> found his Instagram, yo, again. I, I want him to know that he's a legend. But um, that's the pull up on me, kid, too. By the way, facts. It sure the fuck <laughs> is. Yeah. Um, I also like uh. Just the idea of Molly, because it's kind of wild, right? You remember when Molly was on the League app and she was trying to find all these like super big, popular, wealthy, famous, educated, all whatever the fuck she was trying to find on these different apps. She was trying to find her counterpart. Nigga, he worked right there. He right there. A nigga that you never fucking knew or but, never considered but is actually right down the hall. But there is one question. What's up? Where the fuck is your stash, nigga? Nigga. <laughs> Torian Bald Bald. Yo, the the yeah. actor that plays him, you remember when they was doing Alopecia. You remember when they was doing all the uh AKA shit? That nigga was like, he tweeted it. He was like, uh, what's funny is Torian character 
is a Q, and he was like, he'd been a Q the whole time and got shit all over his office, and y'all never even paid attention to it. He was like, I never got tweeted. He was like, I guess y'all trying to tell me I ain't as important as Molly, nigga, because all this Q shit been in my fucking office. I done wore the pen. Nobody said a word, nigga. Like, yeah. fuck out of here. But um, You really not, though. Yeah, you not. Um, You're not Molly, nigga. You can never. I like the idea of him and Molly getting together. I also wonder if just for some spice toward the end of the season, if they're going to have uh, Issa, or I'm sorry, if they're going to have like Tori and try to holla at Molly and she curved that nigga. Just for some like, hey, well, I'm still Molly, nigga. Yo, man, I, Andrew was my nigga, dog. Andrew used to check Molly and give her the business. I just realized uh, as we were talking, I never played Macho's voice note. I want to yeah. play that in there, see what my nigga got to say. Peace to the park, guards is Macho. Oh shit, my bad, bro. Peace to the park, gods is macho. Man, yo. Y'all done built up enough cachet where people really need to take y'all seriously when y'all giving out these show suggestions, man. Cause I'm like six episodes in on this Love Life season two. Never mind season one, but season two. Damn, this shit is gravy baby like for real man like this shit is super dope man i really appreciate y'all on to the insecure shenanigans um homie clearly had a fresh cut i don't know why he was in such a uh despair i don't know why he was in such a despair to get his hair cut man like because he was sitting down crispy you know what i'm saying um molly she was dressed like wayman at the hell spa on low down dirty shame after she had that one night where she thought she might have banged somebody when she found a uh, torian watch um, she was definitely just like Wayman in uh, Low Down Dirty Shame. Um, but yeah, yeah, man, I don't know what's going on with this whole insecure season, man. This shit is crazy. I think next week will be a big reveal. It's going to be a big reveal. A big reveal during girl talk. I don't know if it's going to be a big reveal, but I'm thinking that might be the episode where shit kind of turn. But yo, love what y'all do, man. Keep it up, man. Peace. Shout out to Rob Silver. Yeah, one thing Macho going to do is shout out Rob Silver, man. Mach, what up? Um, so he brought up another point that I made in the Facebook group earlier today. The nigga that complained about the barber at Nate Barbershop, who was like, yo, man, I was supposed to be in the chair 45 minutes ago. That nigga hair was freshly cut, bro. Like, I sat there. I paused it. Like, my nigga, this taper in line, and it's so crispy, dog. So I know I hate niggas like that barber, though. Oh, my God. 100%, bro. Like, uh, you do one thing good, and you think that gives you a pass on everything else? So let, let's talk about that shit for a minute, dog. Because we, we kind of, you know, talked around and said Nate should have popped that nigga in his fucking mouth. Nate clearly could scrap with a bigger nigga, dog. Um, bro, you weren't there. You had two appointments. One of them was 45 minutes late. The other one was like, yo, I was supposed to be in the chair now. You ain't Greg, nigga. <laughs> nigga if, 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 yo, you got all, if you got all the fucking celebrities, yo, fam, why the fuck is you working in the shop? If you Greg you ain't in Beverly Hills, you ain't got a yeah. Versace. Uh, if you <laughs> Greg and you cutting the NBA and you cutting Kevin Hart and them and you cutting Maul and Rory, nigga, you can do what the fuck you want, nigga. You should. Nigga, yo, yo, cape ain't Versace, my nigga. It's not, bro, and neither is mine. I got, a, I got a nice, uh, smooth uh, cape with Biggie on the like, front. Like you of that can't bottom. be, ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. No, it's not. You feel me? Like so, either you all the way celebrity, uh, hair cut, nigga, to the stars, or you working in a shop. And guess what? It ain't no, it ain't no, it, it, ain't, a, it ain't a down, it ain't no shade. If you no, 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 none at all. But don't. 
And based on the conversations that we've seen about the shop in the past, it seemed like Nate and the Asian looking nigga are the niggas that own it. Suge, you not even a part of the fucking management. And why you don't got no own office space? Nigga. Come on, dog. Because, I mean, how much it costs to rent a... If you got all the celebrities... Yeah. The celebrity probably don't want to go to the shop with everybody in it. That's why either you come to my house... Yeah. Because, or if I got if I got an individual spot where you can come in, I don't got to worry about autographs... Facts. ...and this and that. I can wear what the fuck I want. I can just pull up, get my cut, talk shit with you and be out. But you don't make enough money from the one and the two times... Or you could be like Greg and get flued out. Come on, my nigga. Because, come on, dog. I, I, I seen Trey Songz fly Greg out, nigga. I seen it happen. I wish you would have cut that nigga head off. Nigga, the barber assassin. I seen it. Big, job, big jobs on. Hey, I, I seen Greg cut August Alcina during the Jada Pinkett shit. Nigga, I seen it. Nigga, it happened. It was right there on the fucking gram. Nigga, I seen it happen, dog. Um, <laughs> that nigga Greg had uh, the the brothers from HGTV cutting his hair, nigga. Like I saw that come fucking on, property brother. I'm like, you got property brothers cutting your shit, bro. Like, I saw okay, that shit. I they fuck with the property brothers, nigga. I was like, all right, this nigga got too much money. <laughs> <laughs> like now, I got to set Greg up, nigga. I ain't even want to do it to my nigga, dog. The website saw the price, <laughs> man. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Look, I keep telling I got, him, yo, I got a bald head, so yo, when we come out to L.A., nah, that nigga gonna be like three hundred for the beard. I'm like, I be wanting my line and shit up, you know? What I'm nah, saying? nah. 300 for the beard. Nah, I just want that nigga to it's do a, the underbeard. But what's so crazy is uh, it's a business expense. So, I mean, hey. I'll just wait till December to do it. Hey. <laughs> I'll get the money. <laughs> nah, I'm going to just, I'm going to scam the listeners to get a cut. I'm going to be like, yo, we doing a uh, we doing a theater viewing. Yo, every November, December, like, I'll be buying big shit because I'm going to yeah. get the money back in hey. January. Expenses, man. Need him. Shout out to that new MacBook Pro. Oh, man. That nigga Jay. Y'all don't know. Jay was on the MacBook Pro like two episodes ago for like three hours straight. Nigga. My nigga, why Apple just give me like an extra $4,000? Oh, on a cart? Yeah. I'm oh, like, you man. niggas do not love oh, me. right for the holidays. <laughs> y'all, huh? niggas is, y'all niggas are sick. <laughs> nigga okay? Jay about to buy Apple. <laughs> like, literally, nigga. Um, what if Apple, what if I took the money from Apple and then bought Apple stock with me? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Anything's I'll, possible. I'll tell you this: buy Apple stock, my nigga. I mean, it's one of everybody who listens, yeah, buy Apple stock. Yeah, just invest. You ain't gotta go hard in the beginning. Buy Apple stock. Just buy some. I I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. It's a win-win. Literally every dollar. <laughs> like, start out slow. I mean, I'm, Look, <laughs> I'm not finna be one of them niggas that tell you, yo, put. Put 14K into it right now, and then all you got is 12K. And now you have no Ks, nigga. Now, granted, you'll make some money. You're not going to lose no Ks. You're not going to lose any Ks. But some of y'all niggas, y'all re- some of the people that say, like, yo, buy stock, y'all don't tell niggas, like, do what you can do comfortably, nigga. I want to make sure we throw that disclaimer out there because a lot of you niggas be going broke trying to buy some stock. Then you expect, yo, I need to double my money tomorrow morning, nigga. That's not how it works. <laughs> that ain't how it work at all, nigga. So it's put, Martha Stewart. <laughs> yo, put what you can into the Apple stock. And then as you watch that shit grow, continue to invest more into the stock. Because it's a it's a pretty, pretty good turnover. I'll just say that. Um back to the nigga at the shop though. So he missed these first two appointments. One of them niggas says, well, look, dog, I need to get it cut because I've been gone so long. My girl going to think I'm cheating, nigga. I felt that, nigga, because you can't be gone too fucking long, nigga. We've been potting for damn near four hours, nigga, and I'm like, eh, all right, it's time to get home. So I felt, dog. Nate 
being the, you know, kind nigga that he is, that nigga was like, yo, you know what, dog? I'll cut you. I'll take the heat. He literally said it. I'll deal with the Suge nigga, but let me go ahead and make sure this customer get cut and I don't be on no bullshit and this nigga don't bad mouth the shop. Because I invested into this shop. I can't have our name being bad out here, so I cut him. When them niggas is doing a booth rent split, the nigga should come in late again. And the nigga was like, oh, yeah, Nate got my half. Nigga, Nate looked at him like, fuck you mean, nigga? Nigga was like, I mean, since you want to take clients and all that, nigga, I ain't take your client. I literally saved the shop and you from losing a customer. You welcome. The nigga should got on that bullshit, start talking about, oh, I was going to bring the whole Wu-Tang through here to get cut next week. But next week, I'm going to just cut them myself. I'm going to be the only nigga that eat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nigga was also like, y'all wasn't complaining about me until this nigga Nate came here. Facts. Nigga. If you've been eating my food, my lunches out the fridge, and you don't sweep up nobody's station including your own my nigga these complaints don't have shit to do with nate being here dog we tired nigga whether nate was here or not we tired of your motherfucking ass bro you think you bigger than the shop you not and the whole thing about nate talking about man i can't trust niggas nigga everybody in the shop had your back not the asian nigga that's where i so i thought that at first then i was like when i went back and rewatched it the asian nigga every time they said something about suge he was the one that was like, no, 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 but he's good for business, though. Like, And it was like, the shop. but then, so if I'm Nate and we. But every time he was like, hey, I think we all need to do better. Yeah. Like, he, he being a fucking manager. That's what you do. He was you trying. Do. But if I'm Nate and me and you, because right now we know two niggas invested in the shop. I don't know who else, but we know Nate did. And we know this nigga clearly. So if we both invested in this shit. And I'm the new nigga, by the way. I'm the new nigga, but I put money into this motherfucker. So I'm that nigga. I don't give a fuck how new I am. I I, I own half of you motherfuckers. I, I just I just feel like opening a barbershop should be one of the easiest things that you can possibly do. Finding a good barber is not, though. Facts. Gotta have a good... But if you gotta yeah, fit, like, my nigga, yeah. it's, it's the rent yeah. for the entire building and your booth rent. Yeah. And if y'all got clientele already, like, it, this shouldn't be... It should be money. And it should be a business that continues to grow. And how 2021 works, like, why don't you have an office space? Fam, how 2021 works, barbers is millionaires out here. Like, niggas is getting fucking paid, bro. Like. $100 cuts. Man. This is the Detroit shit, not man. LA shit. LA, you know, LA parties. No, LA niggas was doing $100 cuts five, six years ago, nigga. Hey, but in Detroit, a $100 cut is like, oh. Now, granted, I'm never, I'm not paying hundred dollar cut because I have a I, I shave every morning. <laughs> Here's the thing. I can come on here. So soon as I feel like not giving you niggas the 30 ball, nigga, I'll go fade this shit up real quick in the mirror, nigga, at my own bathroom. But I wasn't mad at Nate. Somehow I end up getting still paying twenty dollars every time I get my beard lined up. Yeah. Cause I don't feel like like waiting for a change or yeah. who, just get a nigga the twenty in debt. First off, who has who has a ten dollar bill? Ten dollar bill still exists? Nigga, when last time you seen a ten dollar bill, nigga, the change that I would have gotten at the gas station, and when the nigga was trying to hand it back to me, I said, "Yo, add," and I just threw some old shit on there. I don't even want cash. I'm not bro. even trying to be funny though. No, 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 I don't want cash. So I don't remember the last time I saw a ten dollar bill. Yeah, I, clearly we see twenties. Yeah, facts. Hundreds, 
Fives, fives and singles. Yeah. I don't remember last time I saw a tenor. I just don't like change at all. So I don't want niggas to give me change. So you know what? We're going to figure out a way around this. Only reason I was mad at Nate was for not beating dog ass when he said, yo, everything was cool till this crazy motherfucker started here. And Nate was like, yo, what the fuck you say? Don't don't what you say to me if you're not going to do something when he tell you what he said. Because then a nigga said, you need to worry about your own bipolar act. I now we got to scrap, bro, because now you talking about my fucking mental health shit. Nigga, I've been diagnosed. Like, I'm really bipolar. Like Now, he could mean I can't trust niggas because niggas not supposed to know that I'm bipolar. Facts. Like, yo, who told him that? Who told him that? Yeah. Now, yeah. That, that could be what he meant. 100%. I don't, I mean, I, I am I that open to tell everybody I'm bipolar? Or is that a clinical Declaration, or you just think because niggas be like, nigga, you bipolar, yeah, and not actually know that you're actually bipolar. You know what I'm saying? A nigga just be kind of off the wall, like this whole bipolar ass nigga, yeah, and he and you just happen to actually be bipolar, like so. I don't know which one it was. You know what I mean, fam? I wish Nate would have just gotten with old girl who cut in the shop. Who said they was like brother and sister Who we put the shoe on Cause she seemed a lot You know Just She seemed like she easier For that nigga to deal with dog Like hey you know what All I gotta do is tie your motherfucking uh, Little thing Strap your little thing up To your ankle Shit cool We ain't gotta worry about no love shit She ain't told a nigga She love him in years Nigga I bet And it just would've been A lot smoother for my nigga Nate dog Cause I feel like now With the work shit And the Easter shit Nate gonna be a wreck dog Like I'm I'm very I'm not happy for whatever this nigga Nate finna be dealing with over the next couple episodes, dog. Let's talk about the preview real quick before we wrap up, man. Next week, it looked like they having a, a girls' night. Boy, I get tired of fucking... Anyway, go ahead. Girls' nights? Fam. I'll sit down. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man. I, I, I say this not to get us canceled, but just to be honest, dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't mean it. No, no, no. I, I, I say this to be honest, bro. Girls is gay, dog. Like, they be doing, like, some real just, like, 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 I be wondering, like, do gay girls get upset at all the gay shit straight girls be doing trying to act gay? Because they just be pretending to be, uh, dog, they get together, they twerk all day on the fucking, at the club and in the section and on the boat. All y'all do is twerk on each other and smack each, each other on the ass. ass. Like, just, I bet gay girls be like, I should whoop that bitch. You don't know my struggle, nigga. You over here. They, they, they be. Uh, Are they appropriating gay culture? Fam, it, it be gay face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, find, an episode, no. find a title to the episode. <laughs> gay face. They be over there dressed in gay face, dog. Like, nah, man. Y'all ain't going to be over there just fucking smacking each other on the ass and pretending to kiss and doing all that bullshit. And this girl's out here going through the struggle, man. Fuck out of here, dog. Anyway, girls night next week. Um, The, the preview for the next episode looked... It was kind of all over the place because it it started off feeling like this going to be one of them episodes that take place pretty much in one setting. And then they show Lawrence pop up at somebody's door with a baby. Didn't look like Issa's door. I rewatched it a couple times. Looked a little more well lit than Issa's apartment. So I was like, okay, I don't think that's Issa's door. Maybe it's Condola's door. I don't fucking know. He might be taking the baby back after a spend a night or overnight with dad. Nigga, I don't fucking know. Um... 
Tiffany asked if you had to marry the last person you slept with or spend the rest of your life with the last person you slept with, how would you feel? And Issa was like, I don't know. Me and Nate been going through some issues lately. And then they showed Nate on the phone looking kind of Nah, he looked dazed, confused, not knowing what the fuck he was he had going on. Next week's episode looked like we might, maybe, maybe start getting some uh some closure. Not just to the shit that we've been wondering about, like Issa and Lawrence and all that, but the new shit. Again, next week looks like, yo, cause even uh when Issa was like Nate called me sometime. He, all the girls was like, what? He called you what? Because, motherfucker, we know you sometime. You've been sometime. You've been flaky. Somebody had to tell you I'm glad it was your nigga. So maybe we start getting some resolve next week to some of this shit. Um, Issa said the final four episodes were her favorite of the season. We got four left, so I'm hoping that I agree with her. Because um, right now, six episodes in, it's just been kind of, eh. Good individual episodes, kind of scattered season thus far, man. I'm very curious to see what happens. Um, final thoughts on this episode, though. It was cool. I I think Nathan and Issa's little conflict was long overdue. I, I felt like that shit was coming. It was bubbling up from the minute they said, all right, I don't want to be friends no more. Let's be together. This was some shit that was bound to happen. So I'm glad that it did. And I'm curious to see what happens with it. Um, quick note. Did you realize that that was Coogie from the shy? Uh, the nigga with the ponytail when Issa and her assistant went in the store. And the nigga was like, where I know you from? Yeah, that was Coogie. My nigga. I do now, but yeah, no. see his face. But. My nigga changed Jason Mitchell's life. Nigga. The world ain't been the same since Coogie died. Dog. Uh... <laughs> I don't want to see Crenshaw anymore. I I just I I've said it every week since they introduced a nigga. I'm gonna continue saying it until they slay this nigga, dog. Um, every episode he's been mentioned on or featured on, he don't got a reason to be mad. And Issa should have put put her big girl panties on or pulled her nuts up or whatever the, whatever local colloquialism you want to use because I ain't do shit to you, nigga. This Man. fucking company. That I got you a deal with, yeah. it's their company and their show. I don't own it. So yeah. if they say they don't want you doing the certain things, all the fucker can do is tell you what the fuck they said. Yeah. And now I'm a sellout because I communicated the message to you? Yeah. Nigga, you didn't have to do it. Literally. And and you act like, how the fuck did I sell out? Because they say they ain't want you with your little with your with your with your low rider bikes and smoke machine. Here's the story. I I too, <laughs> at 18 years old in 2000, yeah. in high school, when we was doing our rap shit, I went to another school's talent show and we went in that bitch and ripped it down. I skipped the track practice. I mean, I, I missed the track meet for that too, by the way. Oh, shit. Uh, I lied. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we was on the same street, like 10 blocks down the street, by the way. Yeah. Um, and we brought out low rider bikes and smoke machine. And that shit was lit. Yeah. In the year two thousand, nigga, that if, if niggas, if that's gonna make or break your fashion line, my nigga, yeah, get over yourself, fam. Why you doing business with this all white company then, Mister? And all this shit because you got a fucking tie. Nah, 
you a fucking fashion genius with a tie-dye fucking sweater that says integrity? Literally. Nigga, that shit weak. Literally. Y'all niggas swear to fuck y'all killing shit with y'all regular ass crew necks when one word on them motherfuckers and now you fucking keeping it two Virgils and shit. <laughs> Nigga, you ain't Virgil. Dog. You can't pull off a plastic tag and tax niggas. You don't got that kind of cachet. You got a fucking tie-dye crew neck that say integrity walking around this motherfucker like you from the hood. I mean, you like you still in the trenches. Fuck out of here, nigga. Hey, man. We gonna end it right there. You niggas is not Virgil, dog. <laughs> um, rest in peace to Virgil, man. Uh, excited to see the last four episodes of Insecure, man. I know folks been up and down about the season. I'm gonna say it once. I'm gonna say it again. Um, just let it ride out, man. We'll 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 judge the season for what it is when it's over. But one thing I ain't gonna let none of you niggas do is judge this show. This shit's been fucking perfect for four years, man. If if nothing else. Hey, they didn't they didn't earned creative freedom, dog. Let them do what they doing, man. Let them do uh, you know, she an artist, she's sensitive about her shit. Me and Jay are artists and we sensitive about our shit. So y'all let us know what y'all think about the pod. But talk to us nice, man. Until next week. Uh shit, we got episode two hundred coming up, man. We're gonna talk true story. We'll get back to insecure and uh and power book and all that shit too, man. But y'all hit us up on all the socials. This week in culture, episode one ninety nine. I'm at that's Jay. We out.